Welcome back to Battle of Podcast. I am your host, Mallory. I'm Tamu. And we're back. (laughs) We're back back. Not like we're back as in that terrible dinosaur movie that had What's-His-Face. Do you remember that movie? Dude, you don't even remember that movie. I do remember it, but I can't remember the name of anybody because you know I'm terrible at celebrities. What movie? It's called We're Back, and it's dinosaurs who were like taken from the past, brought to the future. Oh my god, uh, this I'm is trying some to remember shit that <laughs> happened in your lifetime. Uh, Roseanne Barr. Uh, oh my not, god, who was it in the film? Who was it from Roseanne, the husband? Whatever his name. Was. John Goodman. There you go. Wow, <laughs> he was one of wow. the main characters. <laughs> Film. And we're back. <laughs> we're back. Yeah, we are. And I feel like that's your get to know segment right there. Once again, you know, Mallory doesn't know shit about fucking celebrities or pop culture. <laughs> but I remember, like, but what happened. But she just remembered a thing, and then I had to fill in the blanks. <laughs> Good God. What have we been doing in this podcast time of dull Oh, nothing? during our break? During the lights are off. Well, we've been on a break. Now we're back off of our break. Yes. So, okay, cool. It was needed. We had a lot of shit to do. Well, I, I mean, was going through job transition. Mm-hmm. And I just got to sleep a lot. So it was cool. It was That's awesome. Nice. Super exciting. We're in a new location. <laughs> Several <laughs> new locations. You can hear that lovely plane in the We're background. We're right by the airport. And so, therefore, <laughs> you can hear that beautiful, I don't know, Minneapolis to Florida fucking Delta plane coming in as we go through. Okay, so what else has happened since we've been gone? You know, we're in a national emergency. Of course we are. Um, we've been in that since, since the election. <laughs> but he just caught up, apparently. Mueller's report is now finally out, and now we're all like, what's going to happen? Nothing? Okay. Nothing. And uh, Jim and Ben, our famous our famous and favorite super fans and my husbands, got married and then got I married did. again yes, and then did. moved to England. And then they dropped the microphone and was like, Fuck y'all. We're They're out. like, you know what? We've had enough about this turmoil here. Let's go to England and go deal with <laughs> Brexit turmoil. So they're out there, cheerio, pip pipping it away. And happy, I'm sure by the time this comes out, belated birthday. Ben's birthday was the 22nd of March. And so they're celebrating. I their... that we're Pisces together. Yes. They're celebrating his birthday this weekend by doing a lot of different English sorts of things and <laughs> eating some blood sausage, I'm sure. I doubt that. Uh, well, unless it's their own, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Too much into a gay man's sex life. Woo, I don't even know if that's right. <laughs> Might not be accurate. So there you go. Pretty much, I think, it. I haven't done anything exciting. And now you're caught up. Yeah, Mallory has a job. Mallory's working many hours. All right, well, let's get into it. So it's our one year anniversary. Surprisingly, like actually, I think on the 25th was our first first. episode one. So we are celebrating by watching a movie that we both really abhor with true passion in our hearts, Titanic. You know, and it's kind of funny when I do think about it because uh, (laughs) when I think about it, as we were watching it, I was like, you know, I haven't seen this film from probably I was like 18. Okay, so I want to ask a question. When was the first time you saw Titanic? Okay, yeah. So I saw it in the theater because my mother decided this (laughs) 
is history. <laughs> you need to see this. Every school should see. I don't know what was going through it's my mother's history? head. All, yeah, she was like, in her head. She was like, this is our history and you need to see what Our happens. history? Like whose history? America's history? I don't know. I was, yeah, I mean, what English year did this boat. come out? Like 1997. So I was probably, because I was born in 87. Oh, for fuck's sake. So I was probably 12, 13. 10, 87, 97. Oh, I thought you said 99. No, 97. Okay. 97. So I was 10 years old and Ooh. I saw this in the movie theater. First Ew. nude woman I saw on the oh. screen. Very scandalous. <laughs> yeah. So I just remember when I was in the theater watching it, I remember not fully understanding why <laughs> no I was shit. there. And kind of, because I didn't understand it. Like even watching this, because we started, I was very firm, as you know, on the idea of being like exactly in the middle. We're not going to, because I, I was like, I don't have fucking time to watch this whole three time hour out. film. Let's preface this with like, <laughs> we decided to do this and torture ourselves because we know <laughs> that our lovely listeners probably love Titanic. And we are probably the only two people in the universe who hate it. And I'm not even kidding you. I don't know. People I've, who know film and know James Cameron would probably also be like, this is a very antiquated like script. And But women love Titanic. So we were just, <laughs> just trying to decide between Titanic and The Notebook. And we ended up settling on Titanic. Thank God. And then time constraints created an issue. And I was like, well, we have to watch it together. It's our anniversary episode. <laughs> and I was like, and why? And I was like, why? And I was like, bitch, I don't trust you to watch this goddamn movie all in its entirety. Because I don't. Because she fought me so hard. And so then, and you know I'm not wrong, I would have watched it. I would have watched the highlights on YouTube. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I figured you would do. So... I was like, we're going to watch it together. And I said, well, hey, we both know we weren't going to make it through the full three hours and 13 minutes of this bitch. So let's do the last half. And so I'm like at 145 and Mallory's like, no, we have to be exact. This bitch got a calculator out yes, and did. calculated out exactly the amount of time. And it landed us at where? The exact scene <laughs> where after the orgasm had happened and they were sitting and she was clutching him to his chest. To her, her chest. chest. And uh, they were all sweaty and gross. And he was like, Ugh, you're the first love I've ever had. And I was like, I'm pretty sure she's the one who lost her virginity. So, let's But that doesn't real. mean it's a love. Whatever. Oh, my God. All I know is that by the time within 10 minutes of that scene, that is when we realized that love causes glaciers to be hit on a very Well, that's boat. when Mallory realized it because the people in the bird's nest who were supposed to be looking out for icebergs was watching Jack and Rose yes. Frenching it out on the deck and they were like, ooh. See, I was too young to realize, <laughs> to really fully understand that I was like, they were a distraction. <laughs> like, apparently Jack and Rose's love caused the Titanic. They didn't even realize that. To them, like, even at the very end when she's telling the story, I was like, you're the one who did this, lady. Well, yeah, it's really her fault. Like, as most most things are women's fault anyway. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, so I first saw Titanic was a holdout. I refused to watch to go to the movies and see Titanic. How I was old just were you like, in this movie? Well, Jesus Christ, 1997. I was like 20 because it was – I was – Still coming to visit. You're like you, we were probably 21, 22. No, I was like 23 ish or so because okay. I was coming out to see, because I moved here in 1999. So I was 24, okay. 25. So I was like 22, 23. And I refused to see this in the theater because it looked really dumb to me. And quite <laughs> frankly, I was like, well, what the fuck do I care about a bunch of white people who crashed up in a boat? I don't care. Not my problem. I'm going to get them confused again. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking A. Yorn? 
Whichever the first one was, Bjorn or Sven, the first one. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I was. Okay. Yes. That's how I saw it because he had seen it and was like, you need to watch it. And I was like, I really don't. And he was like, no, I have it on like, you know, DVD or whatever. You're going to learn all about classism, Tammy. Whatever. I knew about that shit. I am a brown, <laughs> low class person. So we watched it in his apartment. And I think I fell asleep at certain points. But we watched the film. full three hours of Titanic in his apartment. It's three hours and 13 minutes, yeah. So that's how I remember Titanic. It was probably like 1998, right before I moved out here. But wow. that's when we had seen it. So, Or maybe it might have been VHS Girl. I don't even know. I mean, it's possible. Ooh. That's how we have it at the family. You know, VHS. Bjorn Sven message and let me know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one of the funniest parts of the film had nothing to do with the film. <laughs> but about like... When everything started going down, because we came in right when, like, essentially the glacier was like, we're going to kill this Well, thing. they already hit the ice. They had, were hitting right. the iceberg as we entered into the film. Right. And I, I remember just looking at you jokingly. I mean, like, you know, the diversity of this film. <laughs> it's like, we really aren't really seeing any. And your fucking reply Saying, well, brown people had a free passage, remember? Well, that's right. Yeah, we didn't, we just had, we didn't have the Titanic. We just had slavery boats, <laughs> mid Atlantic passage, bitch. So, what else? It's been a that's long time. That's why we wasn't on a boat. It's been a long time since I've laughed that hard. That's something that I shouldn't even particularly be laughing at. Womp womp. I always got to bring it down with slavery. Uh, you always. <laughs> Yeah, you and your slavery remarks, like, whatever. When we were out with um, Nick from St. Paul Filmcast, yeah. and they were talking about their genealogy. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, well, are you going to do it? Are you? And I was like, well, I mean, we're we probably going to be it. stymied because slavery. I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but, you know, was a thing. <laughs> I won't pinpoint my exact or state of origins, dudes. I am curious about my mom because she hasn't gotten her results back yet. Ooh. So if we do see any of that in there, I'll be like, oh, really then, mom? Everybody's like 0.005% sub-Saharan well, African. Well, because we were Norwegian Swedish and I mean, it was only like three generations ago that we came from my mom's side. Uh. I should say from the woman's line mm -hmm. of that. And then, so yeah, to me, it would be, I'd be like, well, what's going on that we now have all this in our, in our DNA from mom's line? Well, you never know. A lot of secrets, as we've seen in the movie Titanic. Right? So I will have to say about this movie, I desperately do agree with Roxanne Gay, which I believe still to this day for years now has been her pinned tweet of saying how much it's bullshit <laughs> that there wasn't enough room on that door. I mean, honestly, I just, we watched it today and we felt like there was a way for them both to get on that board. Just, my issue is, is that, Jack was so calculating throughout the entirety. He knew what was up. He knew everything. And he was like, this is it. We're holding this. We're doing that. And then it comes to the door and he just like calculated quickly. Like, well, I can't fit I on can't here. I can't make it's it. Ah, well, they could have literally been on opposite sides on opposite. and using their warmth to keep each other alive. I mean. I, yep. And also, we've discussed this. Okay, so I have to. <laughs> the stupidest thing I heard you say today. <laughs> today, I love it. Yes. <laughs> 
was, well, I mean, you really say stupid things, I but do. today was the day I was like, what the hell? Where you were like, okay, so you all know that this boat is sinking. Why don't you build your own boat? Why don't you? <laughs> that is not a stupid thing. I'm sorry. Okay, so maybe it's because I've seen this film already and I'm one of those people who I'm just like, it's kind of like that situation. We've talked about this before, whether it be on this podcast or in Trashy Book Nook, where I'm like, we know enough information that I'm always confused that when an apocalypse happens, that people don't talk about the fact of like, hey, remember when there are all these films and books came out about the apocalypse? Maybe we should like go off of those. Again, this was their apocalypse. I'm they had saying. no way of knowing what to do or how you to wanna... f- fashion a raft out of things. You don't things. have to fashion a raft. You have to chop down a fucking door because there's billions of them in there apparently. And just be like... Guess what? We can just put this down in here and sail off and like be okay for a second or two. <laughs> while like the fucking lifeboats, one of them comes back, picks up six people. To me, this isn't rocket science. This is simply, I did say this during the film. I said what they needed was an admin. Had there been an administrative assistant, let me tell you that whole scenario would have gone down completely different. Instead, they just had a bunch of random white men trying to figure out what the fuck to well, do. Well, and then blowing the up admins, things in the sky. Well, yeah, they had to set off flares <laughs> so that I, nobody hope. could see Hashtag them. Hashtag hope. I'm sorry, you're not Obama. Like, let's just be real. <laughs> it's 19 whatever the hell. Like, it's not like we got GPS systems we, going and nav systems. We just know that if they would have had someone who would have been like, here's an actual plan. I mean, from the get-go, they didn't have a plan. I know we didn't watch the first half, but we all knew they didn't have enough lifeboats on there. Correct. I mean, that's And also, that's it wasn't man. unsinkable. But that's the thing. It was like, you know, the gullibleness of people at the time. Of too, rich people. Of all people. Because oh God, even the poorest thought that they could, that the boat wouldn't sink that's either. the one thing. Okay, I'm not a James Cameron fan. I'm definitely not. But the one thing he got right in this film mm-hmm. was definitely how the poor people were like, fucking shit is going down. Well, yeah, because they're fucking flooding and dying. <laughs> Whereas the rich people... Seemed shocked. Of course, that well, they weren't was happening down below decks to see what but was that's going the on. Point. That's Let the me one thing explain that got right. something to you that I learned from Titanic was that my ass will always be at the top deck, bitch. I don't give a shit about nothing else. <laughs> my ass gonna be out there with where the life preservers are at. I'll be drinking my cocktails because clearly the chef lived as well. He was drinking, so I'm gonna get my cocktail on. I'm going to sit up there. I'm going to be right by a lifeboat and make sure it's right by me. Would you stay on the boat the whole time? Or would you try to do like the let's dive off before this sucks us under in the ocean? No, bitch, because I'm on the top. I'm going to be in that first boat. Mm, And then I'll be like, you know what? You're going to go back because we got to go find people. That's the difference is that nobody decided that they wanted to go find anybody (laughs) after the fact. You know what's the same? (laughs) This is still happening today, people. Oh, of course. Oh, my God. Like five years ago when you and I first met each other working together, there was a cruise ship. That got sanded. Yeah, and they like were stuck on the boat because for a while. Boat, yeah. uh, you know, so these things are still occurring. Well, I mean, like, they're not occurring in this, you know, level of severity. <laughs> Clearly, no one's hitting well, an iceberg. Everybody's flying. People are now just catching, like, diseases on the plane, on the oh. boats. But that's okay. Well, that's it's mostly different. just because, you know, backs yourself, people. 
All I'm saying, well, that's a whole other story altogether, girl. <laughs> anyway, so technically what I would like to point out is that even though I was like, exactly, let's start at this time mm-hmm. or whatever, we started at the time of, we didn't catch any of the time before of them we know falling in love. nothing about how they fell in love. Um, we, we started at the action point, which personally, while I enjoyed more... <laughs> We were trying to piece together some pieces of there it from the beginning. Bit. So sometimes it might be beneficial to watch a full movie, but right. I feel like it would have been a slog. We know the guy was an asshole. Right. We know, you know. But also the fact that three times she could have been safe and gotten away. And Jack would have still died. Yeah, no matter what No matter what. The, any of the scenarios that would have happened, Jack would still be dead. Right. So, but just the fact that she was... Like, he was the logical, let's get Uh through this. And she was the hopeful romantic. Well, yeah, she's a lady. That's what ladies do. But it was just interesting. She was, like, one time almost on the the boat. Second time, she had another option. But then she was just kind of like, also, let's get to the top of the ship. Yeah. And do our thing. And we should have actually documented and counted the amount of times a life preserver was given (laughs) to her. Or they were in the vicinity of. At least, at least (laughs) ten preservers that was easily handed to her and she kept being like i'm okay and then like to your point of your ridiculous theory of like let's build a raft they could they would have had enough time to fashion like a life preserver floaty or something yes i mean there was the point where she was trying to ask for help and he kept trying to drag her and she finally punched him in the face because she's trying to get him to go back down where Wait, the flooding not Jack, was happening. Wait, punched no, a... the one of the random helper dudes who yeah. was like, hey, don't panic, let's keep going. Yep. And then she punched him and he was like, well, the hell with you. I was like, yeah. The fuck with you, bitch. I'm out. Damn You're straight. crazy. But he dropped. He dropped like four. Yeah. That he had in mm-hmm. his hand. And it was like, take oh. two. Yeah. Let's keep going. I don't, but again, I'm going to say for the time period. <laughs> they just weren't smart. They just didn't know those sorts of things and I'm pretty sure they didn't know how cold the water was going to be they weren't anticipating any of that and also they all believed that the boat was unsinkable because (laughs) advertisement said so (laughs) it kind of reminds me of the Monty Python of being like what floats and they're like very small rocks and like lead lead because that boat did not fucking float (laughs) afterwards either so therefore we'll just leave it at that it was so good though like wasn't it nice to watch the last half only it was especially (laughs) our favorite part like which is from a previous what even episode was it that we just even but that was in trashy book nook wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew it was, yep. but I couldn't remember what book. I don't remember what book. It I just was. remember that I wasn't I the one who even thought of it that I was like, "This is what it reminded yep. me." Like <laughs> some weird ass ending in one but of the books. The saddest part that we found, and we're gonna play this for you super quick, is the fact that when everything's sinking and going, well, they wanted to make everybody feel happy, comfortable and not freak out. So this was their right. way this of calming the down the masses, which was to have the live band. Play them onto the boats. Right, which is great and fine and dandy. But then the fact that in the actual CD, this is what happens while they're playing the music. Like, what happens is at the end is the boat is finally, like, people are finally off of the ship, those who got off the ship. Well, and then they're showing, like, very horrible images of an old couple who just decided to lie together and this is what it is. Very sweet. And the woman telling her children a a fairy tale story story. Mm -hmm. and trying to get them to sleep, which 
Right. I'm sorry, that's not going to be very calming when the water starts coming yeah, in. I mean, the kids it, it'll shock but... them for a minute, and it's fine. But anyway, so all of this is happening. But then the band is breaking up, and they're like, "Okay, well, I'm out. We got to try to save ourselves." And then one violinist is like, "No, I'm going to play one out for us." And then so he starts and playing the back. lone violin, and then the whole rest of the quartet, I guess, Trio? yeah, come back, and they all start playing. And so they start playing "Near My God to Thee." Meantime, picture it. People are scrambling, like yes. the boat's capsizing. All kinds of pandemonium is happening while they're playing this song. Showing cutscenes of And then imagery. you hear... And this is on the CD. Yeah. The anniversary edition. Gentlemen, it has been a privilege playing with you tonight. Just glug. Imagine <laughs> why someone who is making the soundtrack was like, you know, it would be good. We got to do the end. We got to do the tip of the cap. Oh my God. It's been a privilege. It's been a privilege. <laughs> on that note, let's go to a couple promos before we continue on. Cheers to those who we are uh, friends with on the Lady Pod Squad. <laughs> Hey, this is Liz. Hey, this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We are talking Star Wars, Star Trek, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. See you soon. And we want to give a special plug to something that we did do over our break, which was we kind of guest hosted, not kind of, but we like guested on a podcast here called St. Paul Filmcast. And we watched Captain Marvel and talked about that with Nick of St. Paul Filmcast. So, Head on over there and check it out and let us know what you think. It was a lot of fun to make. Goose is the best. (laughs) Back to Titanic when we're thinking about this here. I guess the main idea that I have about it is because they very much so centered on the love aspect of things Mm -hmm. that it created this catastrophe apparently. (laughs) Um... So how do you, would, would you have gone back those three times? The first time Rose went back was when she realized that Billy Zane was a liar. Mm-hmm. And then she went back and Jack was like handcuffed and shackled to the pipes. Right. right? Maybe, like, because that time they could have conceivably, they all made it through. So right. sure. Like, I would have made sure he at least gotten had gotten free right. because he was wrongly imprisoned. And I know Fine. that while we were talking about this, <laughs> I was like, wow, my mother would have crawled out of there, grabbed me, and dragged my ass back to that sure. ship being like, you are not, you know what I mean? Right. Yep. And I was like, 
like my mom would have been like deuces bitch like that's your choice and I told Mallory someone would have to tell the story so I'd be like go on girl go for yours I'll tell your story which is a very Hamilton thing to do oh shit Um, the second time was that was when they actually got to the ship and they were going again, and he convinced her to go on her own. And Billy Zane was like, don't worry. We got our separate little ship that we're yep, going to go on. Yeah, and so she's halfway on the lifeboat. And then she decides halfway through, Jump like, off on the I second jump, row. You jump, right? Right. Yeah. That would have been the one I'd have been like, nah. What was the third one, though? I consider the third one to be like, they could have. Oh, on the, on the door together. Right. Okay. Yep. Nope. Totally get that part. So, yeah. On the second one, I'd have been like, look. I have done all I can do to get you free. And you decided otherwise. I will see you. Because odds are, he was smart enough. Right. He would have probably figured out a way to survive. Do you actually think that they were in love? Well, I think so, yeah. Because I think that there's a certain type of like love that can happen when you're through a traumatic event together. But it's one of those, again. But they weren't where... initially in a traumatic event. So they right. fell in love pre-trauma, pre-iceberg. Okay. And then they were trying to stay together mm. during Iceberg. The problem was that, you know, like they had just banged. And so she's freshly like a glow and dewy and whatever. And now it's like, oh my God, I have to try to figure out how to live and survive. How do I live? We exactly. Exactly. And so therefore, you know, it was like a whole other kind of thing going on. And okay. also she was re- she was awakening to being who she was as a person. It was like 1910 or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> and so do you fighting think her that family. Billy Zane was actually in love with her because no, there was that weird, like it was kind of weird and different for him when he was like, take off that jacket, your mind mm-hmm. put on this jacket. Do you think that he remembered until that point where he was like, fuck, she had the jewel? Well, yeah, I think that he he did care for her and okay. he did want her to be his caring, wife. Do you think that it was more of but like, But it was I more of you. like a claim. Okay. I do believe that part. Like, oh, you're cold. Here, put my jacket on. Take that raggedy blanket off of yourself. Mm-hmm. Put my coat on. And then obviously he lost his shit and tried to kill everybody, which doesn't make any sense because clearly like everybody's going to die on this goddamn boat, bro. Like you, gonna, you might die. She might die. He might die. Who cares? Like Billy Zane. I only really remember him else. Remember the Phantom? (laughs) (laughs) I do actually. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, but he was such a dick. And like, I'm I'm sorry, but like, once he smacks me in my face, that's it. I I don't remember. (laughs) There's so many things that's throughout the movie that I was like, oh my god, he was in that film. Oh, he was in that film. Mm -hmm. But all I have to say. Is that he had quite the person who was very dedicated to him. That who I don't even remember his actual name. Do you think that his sidekick? I mean, I thought it, it was a little aggressive how much he was willing to stick by his side. I mean, like literally, the water's coming up in the window, and he's like, "I'm gonna play with this bullet." <laughs> As it rolls down, are. I'm going to watch to make sure you essentially die here. That is commitment. That's commitment to the bit. And I don't know, like, did he buy that commitment? I, I kind of want to know the background story of that because I feel like, is that the power of money they were talking about there? Or... I might have been that and the power of power. I mean, it's just... And, you know, he had a, a fancy gun and yeah. so like he thought he was a shit more of an anyway. automatic type gun mm-hmm. versus the normal like let's stick our <clears throat> yeah he's got like here. a new style semi-automatic weapon <laughs> otherwise the only other thing i would have to say about this film is it's 
a lot sadder than I remember. You really were like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It was and a I'm lot just like, sadder. Well, because I haven't watched it since like early 20s, if that was the last time I saw it. Like legitimately, it's one of those where I'm like, this is just proof that time and time again, people will choose to just be terrible human beings, especially when it comes to a panic. Like, no one is willing to, I mean, the gates being closed. How, I mean, that was in what you said, 1910. These horrible events were occurring, and they were caging off this lower class just simply because these people had more money. Like, their lives are worth more. And it's just one of those situations to me that just fully proves the time and now that nothing much has truly (laughs) changed. It matters if you have money, you know? Well, 1912, I was close. 1912. I mean... I mean, like what they said in the film, which was 20 lifeboats actually were able to make it off, mm-hmm. which were less than what they should have ever had mm-hmm. anyway. And one came back mm-hmm. too late that only six people, people were, were saved from the water. survived, yeah. And it's like, the fuck, like, I don't know how those people at the time would have survived. I don't know, like, in if I would have been one of those people who were saved from the ship, the rest of my life, I don't know how I would have continued. <clears throat> Well, I feel like that is kind of a common thread across like anything that happens in our world and our in this particular in this human society and the way that we live our lives. Like same thing happens where I'm always amazed at Holocaust survivors and mm-hmm. how they manage to survive. Or even when I talk about slavery, I think about like when I see a dot coming from Africa over to mm-hmm. wherever mm-hmm. and that carried somebody over that survived like they managed to survive to the point where I'm here. You know what I mean? Like it's it's something that's really prolific and profound, but it happens across the board where you have people who think they're better or people who have been told, and, the, and today is the same way, mm-hmm. like people who are told that they're better than the people who are below them, even though they're pretty much at the same level, but just so that you can believe that, so you do what I want you to do. It's a, it's a very terrible way to manipulate people. Yes. And you think about it like for slavery purposes where you have had Africans enslaving Africans and putting them on boats. You know what I mean? Like how can you do that to your own people? How can you do that to people who look like you? Do you think it's because they were essentially promised you'd be up a little bit more exactly. than Exactly. Like they're elevated. They got paid to do that. They were made to feel special. And these people on the boat on the Titanic were made to feel special. Like you work for the for the Red Star Line or the White Star Line, I think it is. So you are, you know, you're better. Even though you come from that same class of people, like there's no way that I could sit there and be like, okay, this shit is sinking, and I know it. I'm gonna lock y'all down here, even though I basically came from like the block next to you. No way that I could possibly do that, right? Like everybody deserves a fair shot at that point in time. Right. But you still have that hierarchy of like, well, no, you're down here because I have a job and I am more important than you are. So you need to listen to me and I'm going to tell you to stay where you are. And that is kind of essentially what was happening. The men who were saying women and children only come onto these ships, they weren't saved one person maybe on each right. boat was brought down because they had to be the quote unquote manning of the sure. sh- the the rowboat the rowboat yep but all in all essentiality like it was just they were the middleman mm-hmm. between the rich and, and the and the, the poor, lower class right and the poor which they and are of that same class they are the same class but they are made to mentally, think yes. that they are better than and that is exactly what's happening today. That's exactly what's been happening since the dawn of time. 
and people need to fucking figure that shit out and be like, no. Well, I mean, uh, I guess a class example to me uh, was the scene where when Jack and Rose, she is finally, with her eyes closed, gotten <laughs> the handcuffs off of him. <laughs> so they're coming up, and they finally come to a gated area, and one of the workmen from the ship mm-hmm. starts to, passes by them, and they're like, whoa, 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 help, 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 help. And he starts to go up, and then he's like, fuck, uh. I have the key, I can help you. Mm-hmm. But he's scrambling because mm-hmm. they're all worried. And, of course, like, whatever they're doing, which is the worst thing you Hurry can do. Hurry up and help per- me, help me, help me. Yes. Worst <laughs> thing you could ever do. Um, and he accidentally drops the keys. And uh-huh. then he says, I'm sorry, I dropped the keys. And he walks away. In my head, immediately, I was like, why didn't you dive down and grab those keys Let's again? be honest. I know what you're saying, but to me, in my head, I was like, dude, you can go down, grab those keys, and keep trying, and then when it gets to the point, I'm like, you have an out. You have an easy, easy out. Nothing's going to happen to you in the end of the day Well, before getting out. I'm sorry, he's dead. But in a state of panic... But right. that's just the point of me. Like, I like to think that during that type of scenario that I would be like, um, actually, I still have fucking time and I'm going to be fine. You Let's might try to do have our best. that presence would, of mind to think uh, that way, but not everybody does. And most survival skills are all about your self-preservation. It's true. And so you literally are just going to be like, you know what? I tried. I'm sorry. I'm not literally diving down to find it maybe he can't swim who knows what his situation is we didn't get that backstory and so he had to go and try to survive you know and they also figured it out and tried to survive and they got the (laughs) keys and they got out and what an interesting when you do really look at it when you think about it because there wasn't symbolism but symbolism but there was symbolism i guess like forced down you and your symbolism. time symbolism well because well yeah there was a lot of clock where they were like <laughs> we're running out of time she goes um no i was thinking more along the lines of just the fact that the survivalist was definitely jack yep. he was one who had ideas let's keep going but and she was the one who kept Every chance she was having at survival, flinging it into the wind to continue forth, and then didn't really know what to do when she got there. But is that because she's a woman? And I don't mean it in no, the I know, I don't know sense of the word. But at that time, was, was she didn't woman, know anything or else. Was it rich, or was it the naivety <laughs> of? I think it's kind of a combo of her being a rich, naive, young. The man will take care woman. of me. So yeah, she's she didn't it into know love. any other way. Okay. than that. And then the fuckery of it all—that <laughs> she, she <laughs> chooses his name and for years doesn't do anything with her <laughs> her necklace, <laughs> fucking. Which at the time, here's another point of Mallory's knowledge where I was like, that looks like the guy from Twi- <laughs> from from Twister. Nah, it's probably not him. It was. Yep, it was um, Bill Paxson. Yep. <laughs> she knows even going on the ship. That's what he's looking for. And then she's like. <laughs> It'll die with me, bitches. <laughs> that's my passage on to the Titanic when I die. Maybe that's it. I don't they know. They give up billions of dollars and hear her story and then they leave. Like, Well, what they're a- all very emotional and sad about it. And they're like, well, we can't find any record of Jack Dawson. And she's like, no, you wouldn't because no one ever said anything about him. Because this is they? the first time I'm telling you. Oh, that's because true. Because he won the I, passage. Well, I forgot that. Did he win it or did he jump on illegally? I he won remember. it. Okay, that's right. Remember, because he told her, like, the winning me winning this ticket was the best thing that ever happened to I me. forgot about that. Pretty sad and easy to be able to change her when she gets to New York. <laughs> I and mean, like, I'm Rose Dawson. Honestly, I wish that shit could be still happening today. I mean, <laughs> it was only up until 9-11 where, like, when my mom was a travel agent, 
and she fucked up a ticket or something or someone was like, I can't use it. We went and used it on these other people's names. Like we were able to go out and fly (laughs) and do stuff because they wouldn't check your shit like that. You know, like now you can't get away with stuff like that, which is kind of a bummer because you can't change your identity. Would you change your identity? If it was back then? Well, anytime. Like right now, if you were going to be able to do, would you be like, and I'm out America? There's no way I can change my identity because my identity is just basically the color of my skin. Right. And the hair that grows out of my head. There's nothing I can do to change it. Would you change your name and stuff, though? And try it to wouldn't be like matter. It wouldn't matter okay. because I'm still a black woman. You could change that your identity. Sense. Well, I mean, I've thought about it. I mean, you can. <laughs> Not in the sense of like, oh, I just don't like me. In the sense of being like, I wonder if I just faked my own death. Wow, that is deep and dark. And we might need to talk about that <laughs> some other time. But again, because of the way that the world is constructed, I cannot change who I am. Because regardless, I'm still brown. Do you think this love is a palpable, like, would have lasted love? Well, no, because that fool would have died, like, five times over. Let's say everything was fine. Okay. If they had made it off of the Titanic. Or even if it wasn't in the Titanic. Let's say that it just would have. I think so, because white love survives. (laughs) (laughs) White love rules all. White love survives. It does. I can't argue with that. Well, and you think about the time. Like, if you, it's amazing the things that we know now. If we could take the shit that we know now and and transfer it back to like 1912. Yeah. My God, we'd be like fucking amazing rock stars, right? Yeah. They would survive. They might be happy. They might be living in a dust bowl. They might be who the fuck knows, but they would still be. Together, I think the point is that they'd be together and happy, and as long as you have each other, you'll be happy. Mm. Now, I can't remember because we didn't actually watch the <laughs> beginning of the film. Um, why were they on their way? Like, he won the ticket, but why was Rose and her family on the way as rich folk? I don't know. I think, was it like a pre-wedding thing or something? Because she was marrying Billy Zane after they got off the boat or something and that's why crazy yeah well that's just something that twitter void will figure out yeah i mean it, it happened and we didn't see it so <laughs> this is kind of the reverse of the podcast like how it obviously ends where it's like we don't know how it should begin <laughs> <laughs> we just know that it's like, fuckery all now well it's just a piece of shit so there you go <laughs> <laughs> and white love survives white love survives <laughs> shit white love rules all <laughs> Anything else you want to add? I just want to say, like, it's been quite the year for us, and we've grown and we've changed, and we've pretty much also remained the same in in specific ways. And I think that I'm looking forward to exploring this season and seeing what happens and more growth and and more change and also more staying the same. I think I'm, I'm, I'm excited about our future. I think and it'll be a good year. I'm glad that we decided to only watch half of Titanic. <laughs> oh my god! When I came in, I was like, "We do have time." We and I was could like, "No, we're good." And she, you know, like I had 145, and you had 136, and that put us right at the moment of climax, and we were good. It was enough. Yeah. Um, or was it more? <laughs> yeah, I think it was more that. I know that you guys all love Titanic and 
Or we're all we're sitting here busting on it because it's not our jam. That's Honestly, cool. I'm pretty sure that it was probably a lot of people's, like especially my age. It was probably the first was nude body you've ever seen. Oh, maybe. I mean, like the 80s. It was the first saw, time that I was like, Ooh. we saw nothing but naked bodies in the 80s. I mean, that was just how it worked. <laughs> but <laughs> I get it. I mean, like in a love, love scene, sure, whatever. Well, when I he was mean, being drawn, I feel just like I still wouldn't want to watch all of Titanic. No. I'm, I'm glad we didn't. I don't know if we'll challenge ourselves to watch the first half at some other point in time. Maybe at the end of the year, we'll we'll circle back and like close the loop. We should <laughs> totally do that. Buckle it up. Shit. <laughs> and then like have a, a, a funeral pyre where we just find <laughs> it on fire. Put it into a ship and put it out like rocket Gibraltar. And then we can go, Like, oh, boop, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> I feel I do want to use that for everything in my life, though. Well, Every I, single time that I'm like, you know what, bridge has been burned, just start playing this. It works. <laughs> I feel like, well, we discussed this before, that it does work. It and, does. Uh, it's appropriate oh. in a lot of different ways. I mean, it's it's the... Uh, the It's a tip of the hat. The type of the song, yeah. It's one of those where it's like, we're sad enough, but we're giving dues. Yep. To what happened and we occurred. appreciate it all. We appreciate your work. We appreciate your work. And now we're done. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Who on an original a soundtrack is like, you know what people want? We need the screams. We need the screams at the end. We need the screams at the end. We need the people screaming. God. And then we need you all to say goodbye. And that, that'll do it. That'll do it for near my that'll, God to thee. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Well, we appreciate everything you have to do uh, with our first welcome back to uh, Bad at Love podcast. And thank you for following us or listening to us for a full American year and a little bit more. So maybe like American and a British year. We thank you for that, and we are so excited to start our next exciting journey with you all. I'm going to make you date someone. Make you date somebody. Oh, them's the threatening words. <laughs> Fighting words. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Enjoy. Try to save people on a boat. Yeah. God, don't be a dick. Gentlemen, it has been a privilege playing with you tonight.